Do You Really Know is Baba Bam's daily podcast, which helps you understand the words, acronyms and concepts that make the news every day. From the 6th to the 20th of December, discover the words which have left their mark on this year with our 2021 retrospective. From the Pandora Papers affair to the quit my job hashtag and of course the long COVID medical condition, rediscover these words that have summed up 2021. What is rape culture? Thanks for asking. Society generally agrees that rape is one of the most heinous crimes that exists. But the sociological theory of rape culture suggests that sexual assault continues to be so common precisely because of certain attitudes on gender and sexuality. Certain myths and misconceptions are handed down from generation to generation, ending up embedded in cultural norms. The consequences are drastic. Victim shaming, impunity for perpetrators and encouraging women to sacrifice freedoms to avoid being raped. Are you talking about the idea of the patriarchy? That's exactly what's behind rape culture. It perpetuates the idea that men are naturally dominant with greater sexual needs than women. The concept of rape culture first appeared in the United States during the 1970s as questions started being asked about sexual violence. If society accepts that there will always be rapists and provides mitigating circumstances for their actions, sexual assault will continue to be prevalent. A common myth is that women who dress provocatively or are intoxicated are asking for it and should change their behaviour or clothing to avoid being assaulted. Conviction rates for rape are often low. Recent Crown Prosecution Service figures show that 1,439 suspects were convicted in 2019-2020, which is the lowest number since records began. A government-led rape review found that only 3% of rape cases end up with the suspect being charged, while in 57% of cases the victim withdrew their allegation. How has the situation evolved in recent years? 2013 was seen as a turning point in the United States. The term rape culture was no longer being used exclusively by militant feminists and students. It started being picked up and used in the media as well as by the wider public. Meanwhile, the slut walks phenomenon first emerged in 2011 in Canada after a Toronto policeman suggested women should, I quote, avoid dressing like sluts so they wouldn't get raped. Thousands of women took to the streets to get the message across that a woman's choice of clothing is no justification for men to commit rape. The Me Too movement brought further impetus in subsequent years. How can we combat rape culture? These movements seek to do so on an ongoing basis, underlining that a zero-tolerance approach is required towards any form of harassment in order to stamp out rape culture. It's also important to redefine masculinity and think about how boys are educated from a young age. An understanding of consent is important throughout life, whether it be in the school playground when little boys lift up girls' skirts or in the context of a marriage. That's right, even a married person has the right to say no to sex if they aren't in the mood. Yet the phenomena of maintenance sex and marital rape are all too common and often played down. There you have it. Now you know what rape culture is. In under three minutes, we answer your questions. What would you like to know about? Use the comments section to ask your questions on the podcast platform.